0: It's eight o'clock now, Kenyan time. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us on this Tuesday evening. Uh, It's a special edition of Wango Spaces, and we are really honored and privileged to have FX PESA. We are partnering with them this week to do a light introduction to online trading in Kenya and share just a little bit of advice on how you can go about uh, getting started. So I hope you have a lot of questions for our co-host here today. I'll start off maybe by asking Brian to introduce himself and to just say what he does and then we'll get started uh, quickly.
1: Hey, Eric. Hey, guys. Well, first of all, thank you so much for giving up some of your evening to to listen to to me waffle on and and talk about all these things I'm so passionate about. I'm I'm Brian Myers. I'm the CEO of Equity Brokerage. I've been also dealing a a lot with equity in Africa for the last three years. I've been coming to, to Kenya. I'm in Nairobi now, actually, enjoying the weather. I've been coming in for three years, I'm a director of VGM Securities. I also do a lot in Middle East, in uh, Latin America, and we, we're a large brand Equities is a large uh, brokerage um, with a foothold in a lot of regions across the world. Prior to that, I've been a group CEO at another brokerage uh, called GKFX. Before that, I worked in Wall Street, worked in the states, lived in Canada for a while, and in between all of those things, I worked in the City of London for a few other brokers as well. So. Yeah, I've been around, I've been around fortunate, I've dealt with millions of clients, I've dealt with banks, I've seen trading and investment from all angles. I like to think I'm in a position to, to maybe help people learn from some of the mistakes that I've seen other people make and that I've made myself over the years.
0: Thank you for having me, Eric. All right, Bennett, so you can say hi and introduce yourself and what you do at
2: FXPESA. Uh, hello, uh, good evening to all. Uh, my name is Bennett. Currently, I am at the head of business development here at Region Securities FXpresser been in this interesting field for uh, quite a while, uh, averagely around five years, and uh, I'm glad to be here. Uh, Thank you, Eric, for this platform, take it away. All right, Bernard, we'll
0: come back to you a bit later. Uh, Brian, what is FXPESA and what's the link between equity, EGM, FXPESA and all this like? Give us a beginner's guide to the structure of the company, where they're based, and what yeah. each part of the company does. Let's
1: go back to Equity in itself is a very large brokerage. We have hundreds of um, employees all over the world. So I said, states, Latin America, Europe, in Armenia, New Zealand. We're all over the world. Huge. And what we saw three years late, like twenty-two, three and a half, four years ago, was that there was a gap in Kenya where a lot of Kenyans want to trade, have traded before but they've been um, taken by unscrupulous players. A lot of the people in Kenya, they, they were sending their money to brokerages that were telling them they were going to trade on their behalf or, or whatever they were doing. And then they were taking their money and they were running away. And I think a lot of people on this um, chat either were involved in that or, or your parents were probably involved in that. These were big scams. Part of what we see is that we make sure that we legitimize and, and, and make safe uh, an environment for everyone to have access to global markets. And that's when we came with EDM Securities uh, in 2018. EDM Securities, we worked very, very hard to establish the license. We worked with the regulator in in the UK and the regulator here to offer a regulated environment so your funds are safe. When you send them, you've got protection under client money rules. You've got protection under many rules to make sure that everyone could invest for their financial futures under that umbrella. And then when we launched it as EDM Securities, we realized that very quickly we had kind of two main customers. We had institutional clients, which um, we would call beat-to-beat clients. So people like Genghis Capital and Sterling Capital, and, and all of these guys use us for their FX and CFD trading for their clients as well. And then we have hundreds of thousands of Kenyans that come to us for education that we put under a product called FX Pesa and FX Pesa was born um, shortly after EGM Securities. So that's how you look at it. You look at- Equity being the, the parent, EGM is the license in Kenya, and FX Pesa, the majority of people here will know us as FX Pesa and will, will be using us for our platform, for our education, for the fantastic customer service we have, and
0: for the products that we offer under FX Pesa. So two quick questions, perhaps for a beginner, what exactly do brokers do? And for someone who's new, they they would be maybe dealing with Genghis Capital and these kind of companies, but then they also have to deal with you at some point. So then like what yeah. services do you offer to these other guys? And I think this was a surprise when you were having the pre-spaces chat that these are actually some of your clients. Uh, so in that sense, then can you give someone who's new to trading to investing, what exactly a broker does? Why can't I go directly and buy the shares of, say, uh, Safaricom or directly buy the shares of maybe Apple in the US? And why do I need a broker? The brokerage, we offer the technology that's what we do. We're a technology provider. We're a FinTech company and we offer
1: the technology. We offer our trading platforms. We offer third-party trading platforms. I think that, that most people will know Metatrader 4, Metatrader 5. And we service the liquidity. I don't want to get too technical, but we connect to banks. We connect to people like BNP Paribas and other banks to get the liquidity to, for the products that people want to offer Whether that be Eurodollar, Sterling, gold, Apple shares, as you say, Tesla, Zoom, do you want single stock futures like Safari call, uh, British American tobacco, equity? What we realized when we came, is that the choice of broker in Kenya was very, very limited. So the majority of people in Kenya, so they were trading you know, equities plus bonds. And most people's farming and some kind of fund or latest bonds and that was it. And that not being able to diversify or be multi-upset or be multi-regional is always going to hold you back in obtaining the returns that you need to be financially free in later life. It's, it, you know, because you're always going to be dictated to by the economy in the region that you're trading and, and the proof was in the pudding, right? When we saw coronavirus hit, the stock markets across Africa and and the NSE didn't pick up anywhere near as quick or at a level that the NASDAQ, for example, did in the US. So a broker gives you the access to all of these markets under a regulated environment, and it's no small task. We've got, as I said, hundreds of employees and and all we do all day is service the needs of, of the people that trade with us. So in my opinion, of course, you need a broker if you want to have access to these markets. You want a regulated broker so that it's safe. You don't want to go with unregulated brokers. We can get more details into that. So pick your broker carefully, make sure you trust them. Make sure they're they're here for you. Make sure they're educating you. Make sure that there's no conflict of interest and they've got your best intentions at heart and then go ahead.
0: Also importantly, so it's good to remind people that you can actually switch brokers also. Uh, so sometimes you open with one and then you're not satisfied with the service. And then you stick to that long term, a little bit of that lethargy in terms of moving, right? You can move brokers.
1: They're the same, okay, that you're more likely to get divorced than you are to leave your bank.
0: Which is true,
1: <laughs> when, when you, once you join a bank or whatever it is, for whatever reason, you then stop looking at other banks. We're, we're very confident that we're giving the best service on the market. We're, we're market leaders by far, by miles a bunch. We've been here the longest and we'll continue to be that. and, and we pride ourselves on the innovation and how we treat our clients. But of course, have choice, you have options and we welcome that. When we came here a couple of years ago, when we started, we said the financial literacy revolution. Part of that is to have choice. You've got choice of education. You've got choice of fragrance. We want people to have that choice. We want the industry to grow. We want there to be more local jobs in Kenya. That's part of this revolution that, that we've started. So for sure you've got choice. Be sure you've got access and, and you can do your own research and always make sure you do that before you ever proceed in with, with a brokerage.
0: I want to tie two questions together. So one is what exactly does FXPESA offer as a broker that is maybe distinguishes you from other brokers? And then the confidence with which you're saying that you want people to have choice. It means that you really have something that you provide that you feel like is very unique in the market. Uh, So maybe you can describe to someone who's new to investing, like what exactly do you provide and what kind of assets are available when investing through your platform?
1: Yeah, so let's break that down into two parts. You're talking about the kind of the instruments and the assets and you're talking about what makes us different. On the asset side, we're truly multi-asset. So a lot of the other brokerages won't be multi-asset. We were the first multi-asset brokerage in Kenya. And what do I mean by that? I mean that we offer... ETFs, CFDs, we offer shares, we offer indices, so the S&P 500, the DAX, the 100 in the UK, huge FX offering, Euro Dollar, major min- uh, miners, gold, silver, oil, WTI, Brent. We offer all of these things and single stock futures as well in the NSE. We were the first people to bring single stock futures to ele- enable you to trade on, I think, the top seven by volume NSE stocks and also a mini lot. So you can actually trade the index, the MSC 25 index. We're consistently adding to our product offering. There's, there's some new, really exciting stuff coming actually uh, very, very soon. So we're truly multi asset. For me personally, I have a portfolio where I look long term, I look short term. We make sure that you've got plenty of options in what you want to do. And the differentiator for us really comes around the education piece. I, I can't tell you how proud I am of the team when I'm over in Nairobi this week. I mean, when I go out on the floor, it's just an electric of people that know that we're here we've got such a sense of purpose and meaning at FX Besser. Socially, it's it's a big thing that we've accepted this responsibility. We want to educate millions of Kenyans over, with, with, with hundreds of thousands already. We want millions of Kenyans to be financially literate in the coming years. And the education, we're just relentless in the education we do and the customer service. And we educate and we, educate and we invest locally, right? So a lot of the com- our competitors, my peers, a lot of the guys that, that actually work at the PIN, that worked for me for many years. So that, so I know them very well from previous brokerages. A lot of those guys, they set up kind of dean operations outside of Kenya and then they sell into Kenya from outside or whatever it may be. We're different because we commit to being, we're a global broker, but we want to be local. And we want to make sure that if you want to come to a workshop in Nairobi or Nakuru or Thika or Ketan, and we've got a couple of new offices that are coming as well very, very soon. We're going to be there for you. We're there long term to educate. We're four years here already. We're going to be here for decades. We want to educate. And, and this is where we see the real difference. We're really here to, to try and make an impact on, on culture and an impact on financial people.
0: So, a key aspect of it, as you say, is education. So, that's one touch point uh, someone can have with you. So, you have a lot of trainings on the investing. And I think we'll partner on some of this in the near future. And then. The other touch point is someone can come and actually use your platform to invest in all these asset classes that you offer in the platform. What's the onboarding process look like maybe for me, who wants to touch?
1: The simple thing to do is to text global or one word to 40184. And then that literally in front of your eyes will take you through the onboarding process, but in, in short, we onboard people within minutes. So you, within minutes now fully integrated with m Instant uh, Deposits. You can come to us, use our demo platform. Understand what you're doing in a safer environment, in in commerce, fantasy money. Get your strategies, get your understanding of the platforms that we offer. And then within minutes, you can open up an account with us and you can be putting a trade on with entertainment payments through through M-Pesa. And you've got that as a web trader, a couple of mobile apps that we offer. So it's choice. I was having this conversation the other day. What Kenyans needed a few years ago was that choice and they needed ease of access to multi-asset and multi-regional markets. That was on niche, that's what we've come in and that's what we've, we've created.
0: Great. What's the uptake like being of online trading in Kenya and globally? And I know like in the past two or three years, there's been a, a huge upsurge in the usage of like online platforms for trading and that, that just gave way to these meme stocks and stonks. from where you sit and you've been in the market quite a while, you've worked in various platforms, what, what are the kind of trends that you've seen and how do you see that in Kenya and where are we in Kenya, in that, uh, that global and trends that
1: you see. Never in my career have I seen anywhere near the amount of interest in trading as I have in the last uh, 18 months. It is phenomenal, it's a fantastic thing, but it needs to be nurtured. There, there's rumors that there's been globally 20 to 25 million people in the last 12 months, and this is, I say rumors because a lot. if you're not a public company, people don't normally declare their actual numbers, but there's somewhere in the region of 20 to 25 million people that have traded for the first time in the last 12 months. My hope is that the majority of those are going to stay and have patience for trading for the long term. Because what what I think unfortunately is going to happen is that a big percentage of those 20, 25 million people that have come and traded, they would have had a very rich trade, something that they didn't understand because of FOMO or because of someone on their street corner told them that they were going to make 1,900% return in two weeks or, you know, these kind of things are, are prevalent at the minute because of the rise of crypto and the rise of these big swings in asset classes. So, I, I talk about this a lot. When you first start trading, you're going to make some mistakes, but make your own mistakes because then you learn from those, right? And if you come to trading for the first time, the biggest shame is going to be that you did a trade in something to do with NFTs or the multiverse or you know the latest fad term. Really didn't understand. Like, did you really understand the reason why you invested in Shibuing Coin? Did you truly understand why you invested in GameStop? Now, if you did, fantastic. learn and you got involved in it, and it was fun and you made money. Maybe you didn't, but you learned. If you got involved in any of those things and you didn't understand why you did not and you lost money, one of two things are going to happen. In both situations, you're going to ultimately end up losing even more. You're going to have invested and made money. And then you be, fantastic! This is easy. Why didn't I invest more? And the next time you're going to keep investing more and more and more until again you're not learning anything and you blow your account, or you're going to lose. And that's the real shame. That's where we a lot of these millions of people. The, the markets have gone only one way for a long period of time. So a lot of investments into shares and, and you know I, I buy shares quite heavily. A lot of investments in shares have been trending one way for a long period of time. And and obviously what's happened with inflation and, and the, the Russian Ukraine crisis is that for the first time people understand that actually markets go both ways, like they don't always trend the same way. And in those environments, people now are going, like, okay, this isn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. And, and what are they going to do next? You need access to get into products that allows them to make money when the markets go down as well as up again, that's something we do at FX PESA. So. For example, you know, let's take the social impact of wars. We're talking from just a trading perspective. When something happens like this Russian Ukrainian conflict, invariably a trader is going to say, "Right, well, I want to go long gold. Actually people are going to be risked off stocks. So I want to sell stocks, selling the SIGs and what's going to happen with crypto is Bitcoin, a storeholder value or not, will be monitoring Bitcoin. That's kind of like what an experienced trader that's been trading for many years, that's, that's kind of how they would feel now. I wouldn't panic sell my Apple stocks or my Tesla stocks. What I would do is keep those long-term and I might trade, short them down during this conflict so that you hedge your own position and you can make money going up or going down. And it's kind of, whilst that may sound sophisticated to some and and, and a no-brainer to others, these kind of concepts that we talk about at FX Press with our clients a lot and, and that we want more and more Kenyans to understand and trade like these kind of moves. And it's it's when you start doing this, that nothing like these things kind of phase you in your journey towards financial freedom.
0: All right. There was some some lag a little bit towards the end. So a key thing that when you did the pre specific chat is you emphasize a lot, understanding the trades that you're doing and not just following the crowd. And then also the second thing, being reflective about the trades that you're making, Uh, so know where you went wrong and at least be able to pick lessons because uh, then you become a more reflective trader. You become a better trader as so you continue to do this. So you ju- just don't want people to come and trade. You just want to come. people come, learn, trade, and then, yeah. of course, trade, learn again, trade, learn, trade, learn, and keep going. So it's like a cycle Re- and you continue rep- rep- rep-
1: to Repetition is the path to mastery, right? So it, no matter how old you are, surely your gut tells you that anything worth doing isn't easy. And that's always been the case for me. Anything that you, that's worth doing isn't easy. And trust me, from what I've seen, as I said, I've seen millions and millions of people trading and unfortunately from all different walks of life, from all different regions. A mistake is to think that you're just going to do a couple of trades in the first week or two weeks of trading and that's it, you're going to retire. Like anything, it takes patience, it takes education, it takes learning. And if you stick with it, you know some of the data that we look at, 80% of people that trade for longer than you, years, they say they're consistently profitable. Now, what's that telling you? That's telling you the ones that stick with it And I can definitely vouch for this for myself. The ones that stick with it and learn from their mistakes and keep going. They're the ones that are going to be ultimately profitable and ultimately, you know, find their way to wealth in later life. I think we're very different to a lot of other people that you would speak to that. The only people that get rich off of get rich quick schemes are the ones that are selling it. So, you know, sense, check your gut. If you're listening to influencers, if you're listening to people screaming at you that you're going to make 600% return in four hours, these kind of things that's happening. You listen to your gut you know that's not true you know that's not going to happen you know ultimately it's going to work out very bad for you what's going to work out well educate yourself get learnings from people like fx pesa use the demo use your own trading um, guides learn from your mistakes. look at multi-asset trade gold learn to start to understand what impacts gold what impacts oil what impacts effect uh, get into the community speak to each other talk within your community to other like-minded people this is the path to financial freedom. This is the path to wealth. The people that take that path are the ones that are going to be laughing later.
0: Great. That's the essence of it. You're capturing it well. I mean, it's the essence is like, understand what you're doing, learn, keep doing it. And of course, learn from the mistakes. Warren Buffett says this well, it's not like 10 over 10 in terms of all the trades that he makes, he makes money from, but at least if you make sure that you have more wins than losses, then you're kind of okay in that regard then. So a quick question to you then uh, is about opportunities existing within the global markets, and then you compare them to local markets. So like through FXPACE differently, you have access to all these global opportunities, So, which can you map for us some of the opportunities that exist in the market for a new yeah, start?
1: Yeah. I mean, the, the best thing to kind of me for the data, right? So the position that I'm in, obviously I traded advice. And and like I just said, be very wary of people that do give you trading advice, always looking to their past. Do they actually know what they're talking about? Or or did they start trading some dodgy crypto coins two months earlier, right? So, but what I can say, and if if you follow me on on Twitter, hopefully some of you guys do, Brian underscore equity, you'll, you'll see that I'm regularly putting out kind of what I see as opportunity, what our clients are trading. Even today, I looked at, at what our Kenyan clients are trading. Now, now Kenyans love trading gold. Like gold, gold, gold. They, our, our clients are trading gold. They're getting very, very good at it. They're understanding it. They do the gold. But everyone said that gold had its day as a safe haven. Well, nope. our traders disagreed. Majority of them going long on gold during the, the, the Russian conflict. You've got a lot of our traders trading, and oil now threw $100 a barrel. It broke that. Obviously, oil was due to supply and demand, particularly because of the, the Russian oil fields. Made sense to our traders. Let's look at oil. As I said, we're a global company, and oil, as you can imagine, is very heavily traded in, in the Middle East. We've got a huge uh, amount of uh, clients in the Middle East. But the thing you can look at, which is great to see uh, at Start, you can see just how diverse our clients are getting now. So beforehand, where it might just be euro dollar. And people are trading FX. You can see the top traded instruments, you know, are, are, are gold and it's euro dollar. It's cable. It's the top FX pairs. They love trading those, and, and they they known that very well. And a lot of our traders are big into technical analysis. But then you can see the indices are coming through as well. You can see that they're trading some of the stock indices, and that's great to see because what obviously what they're they terming is that some of them are taking the opinion that in a risk off environment that we're in now. Stocks will come off, which means, of course, in, that the indices will come off. You can't always say that because the stocks that weight the indices differently, but most stocks have been impacted this year. Um, me, myself, again, this is investment advice. I see any dip in, in some of the blue chip stocks and index e- ETFs. I see that as a buying opportunity because I, I think long-term. So a lot of our traders are, are thinking like that and, and looking at that. And that's what Kenyans are looking at now. They are certainly trading these products more than they're trading NFT stocks with us by a considerable margin. And they're really focusing on, on stuff. They're not spreading themselves too thin. They're understanding gold. They're understanding all and they're sticking with that and they're trading those in the ranges that they like. Uh, And it's really fantastic to see. I love it. I love it when I compare it now to a couple of years ago, and I can see that our, our clients
0: are really getting a diverse portfolio of things that they're buying through the week. Good stuff. Another quick question, I, I, I was well informed that you're present in various cities in the country. So maybe you can map for us where you are at in Kenya. And also, you're very keen on financial literacy. So maybe you can tell us some of the initiatives that you're taking to make sure that people are as informed traders as best as they can be in that area as they start trading.
1: Yeah, parts of your questionnaire are completely interrelated because the re- reason why we're in the region is because of uh, financial literacy. So yeah, I've, I've hit the road gone to Nakura and and I've spent a lot of time in Nairobi. I'm I'm in our office now, in Westlands, in Nairobi. I I absolutely love Kenya. I I love Kenyans. I'm always made to feel so welcome. A lot of my global team are here with me now or they've been before. And Kenyan hospitality is, is legendary in our company and it's legendary all over the world. I've got some of the team on the call now. What the team does here, again, is a differentiator for us. They give up their nights to help out with things like this. They give up their weekends. They're doing all of this because they really believe in improving financial literacy. Let's, let's talk about financial literacy. What, what does financial literacy mean? If you look it up in a dictionary, it will say something like understanding essential financial concepts in saving, investing, borrowing, right? In 2019, the s and they went around the world and they asked very basic questions around things like diversification, risk, etc. They went to these regions. And they said that whatever you ask questions, like, do you understand mortgage repayments? Do you understand the interest that you've got to pay on car? And when they asked these questions to European countries, the people were 75% literate. Now, when they went to Kenya, it was 38%. Tanzania, 40%, South Africa, 42%, Nigeria, 26%. So I looked at it and, and, and I thought that coupled with the fact that some of the stats tell us that less uh, 70% of Kenyans are going to enter their retirement with less than 10,000 dollars, a million shillings. 80 odd percent of people that enter their retirement are looking at the poverty line. So it's all interrelated. And this is where the team are just so motivated and there's so much meaning to what they do and they give up so much to be to, 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 given so much to this cause because we're not going to improve these rates. We're not going to improve the, the amount of people that get out of the poverty line until people can ha- start having the conversations like us that are having now. Everyone that's on this call, you're already leagues in front of a lot of the other people that are around you. You're interested in it. You're learning about it. You're trying to find education. A lot of you are probably in the industry or around the industry. But there are people out there, unfortunately, that aren't looking at the stuff, have never been taught it. They've never been taught it in school. They've never been taught it at a university. So where do they go? We know in sub-Saharan Africa, there's going to be, by 2025, there's going to be 614 million unique mobile users. So it's a perfect storm. People like us at FX PESA to say that this big social problem and Alan Greenspan, the ex US Fed chair, said that it's the number one problem in, in the generations today, the lack of, of financial literacy. So there's this massive, massive problem that's affecting people right way through their lives. There's a lack of education, but there's 600 million people that have mobile phones in their hand. And that's where we come in. That's where Mawango, you guys can make a capital comes in. That's where, that's where we're all together. We're all one community. We're all doing our very, very best to get in front of people's eyeballs on their mobile phone, to give them the education to make a real, real change in this and to improve this financial literacy. Some of the other stuff that we did at the beginning of last year, my team around me, they went on a virtual roadshow with me every weekend, practically every weekend for weeks. We went and spoke to the University of Nairobi. We went and spoke to Strathmore University. We went and spoke to lots of universities in Kenya to speak to the young. And they were so grateful. They had their eyes wide open. They said that they hadn't heard this stuff before, but just so interested with this as well. And it was so amazing to see people that, that wanted to make a change, knew that there was an issue here and were seeking out this education for themselves. It was fantastic. And it really tells me that at a great point in time when we're, we're all going
0: to make a huge impact and difference in Kenya over the next five years. Great. At this point, I should let the audience know that you can't send in questions. I can see a few questions that are coming in. Uh, so I will I will keep going for another 10 minutes. But in the meantime, I'm also looking around for questions. If you have any that regards trading, investing and long-term thinking, and is very passionate about making sure that you're as informed as you can be. He can't give you advice on individual trades, but he can generally guide you on what to do in the markets, like in terms of being aware of what you're doing and knowing at least the kind of instruments that you're trading at the end of the day. If you're going to engage in crypto, just be aware of what exactly you're going to do at the end of the day. If you're going to trade in CFDs or in indices, it's the information that is actually more important than just the trading itself. So if you know what you're doing, at least then when you make a mistake, you can reflectively say that I made a mistake there because of one, two, three, four. And I think that's what Brad is emphasizing today. Perhaps as we wait for more audience questions, Brian, maybe you can tell us what challenges you've seen Kenyan traders face and especially also how you deal with the issue of uh, the the currencies moving against you. If I'm going to buy Apple shares and then the currency moves against me because of volatility, maybe of the local exchange, how that works out as I trade maybe on Netflix. People are
1: going to face it's definitely going to be one of trust. I think everyone in Kenya, as I said at the beginning, I think everyone's probably unfortunately. That knows of someone that's been burnt by a scam. There's a lot of scams around cryptocurrencies. There's a lot of people selling get-rich quick schemes. There's a lot of unscrupulous players that are promising you huge returns. It's very, very noisy out there. It's really noisy. And that's where the importance of having a regulated broker comes into play. You've got to strip out the noise and you've got to kind of get rid of all of these things that are just consistently coming in your ears about. Someone over here did this and someone did that. It's just noise, and you need to strip it out as much as possible. So when you do that, again, the trust comes in. Are you with a broker that you trust? Now, why the regulation is important is that we have something called client money rules. So whenever you send your funds to us as a broker, we can't use your funds for operations, right? We segregate it into a different part, a different bank account. So at, at that point, with other brokers that aren't regulated, the moment you send them funds, there is no law that stops them or no repercussions for them to use their, your own money to go and buy whatever they want to buy. Car, for staff, for food, whatever they want to do. And that's just one reason that, that people don't really talk about or understand and, and why you, you have to trade with the broker um, that you trust. So, so that, that's the first, first thing you strip through. The second thing that, that, that most people are looking for is on price. So you're looking at, your all in cost? Are you getting value for what you're paying for? Are you with a broker that, that's giving you X spreads or whatever they're charging you? For that, you're getting great customer service. Can you speak to people whenever you need them? Are they helping you 24-5? You now we've got an exceptionally good customer service team at FX Press up. I'm very proud of those guys. They're there for you whenever you need them. local candidates that are here for you. And we've also got a global team that supports that as well. You're looking for, yeah, so has it got good customer service? Has it got good education? Can you go to workshops? Can you go to seminars? These are the things that, that most people are looking at before they go and, and trade. That's on the broker side. Then when you're looking at yourself, what is it you want to trade? You want to look at being diverse. You want to practice on demo as well, your trading strategy. You want to understand So what leverage you want to use. If you're using stop losses, take profit. Most of the successful traders dive have would always have these kind of things when they're in, in their trading itinerary, would always be using these things. So, yeah, so I think that, that collecting thing and, and then having the ability to make money with the market's up or the market's down, not allowing it away, consistently reading. Uh, I'm always, one of the most frequent questions I'm asked on Twitter is what are the best books to read or where's the best places to get your education? I'd probably read in my lifetime, as I said, it's my passion, let's say 10,000 hours of financial literature of that, I'd say 1,000 hours interesting and the rest of it was noise. I'd say 10 hours of very interesting and I'd say one hour of it was critical. And the one hour critical stuff is the stuff that we took in the literacy webinar that we did, the FX PESA. And that's teaching people to understand things like using the stop loss and take profit, understanding the power of compound interest. I, I always go over some of the mistakes that I made when I was younger. And to give you an example of some of those mistakes, I think probably about 12 years ago, I was sitting there one day and I just realized that Kenyans never believed me when I say this, but you know our, our interest rates in our banks are about 0.1 percent. I was working extremely hard. I was, I was working in the city of London, working you know, crazy hours to, to make my money, and then I was giving all of my money to a bank, and then my bank was giving me 0.1 percent back, and they were using all of my money to go and buy instruments. that. Yet 20, 30 years ago, maybe the average person on the street couldn't have access to. But now we can. So they would go and buy an ETF. Now, an ETF, a US ETF exchange-traded fund, will return you something like 14% per year on average. So I'm working, we know i got 10. I'm giving all of my money to a bank. They're buying an ETF and 14% and they're giving me 0.1%. So I realized that that's never going to work for me. You're never going to, earn your way unless you're very very blessed and you're, you're an exceptionally good football player or you're a famous musician or whatever it is and good luck to you but for the other 99.9% you're of us, not going to earn your way to financial freedom you're not going to earn your way to wealth as you get older because you do well in your career you're getting promoted your lifestyle comes with you you may be blessed, you've got a house you've got one child another child and as your life goes on, expense it more and more and more. And we all know that on this on this chat, right? We all know that. You just feel like no matter what money you make, for whatever reason, it's not enough to do with your lifestyle. And that's why once I realized this, I, I, I lived by the mantra that I was going to save, I was going to understand, I was going to invest, and I was going to be patient. Those four, and you'll hear me talk about it very, very often on Twitter, all the time. Repetition is the key to mastery. You have to save. You have to learn. Invest and then be patient. Now, if we break those down, the hardest bit, yeah, is the bit where you have to look within yourself, and you have to do it yourself. It's the safe part, right? In Kenya, I can I understand people have told me, Brian, it's hard. It's really, really hard. And I listen and I say, guys, what what can I do? You've got to do it within yourself. So whether it's a side hustle, whether it's looking at your lifestyle a bit different, whatever it may be, to somehow if you want to make a difference in your future. You've got to save the money. You need the money to be able to invest. Secondly, learn. Uh, notice I'm saying save, learn. I'm not saying save and follow. I don't save money and then go and just follow someone blindly, right? I'm sure most, uh, unfortunately, I would probably have a, a lot more followers and a lot more listeners if I was consistently saying, I'm going to go short 19.03 on gold. But no one's learning from that, right? right? I'm learning myself. I know what I want to do with my trading. I'm saving it, I'm learning then I invest when I'm ready, when I want to make a move, I invest. And yeah, i am i I'd be making moves at the minute because the environment's given me opportunities to make moves. There's loads of opportunities in the market. There are so many opportunities. So I'm investing and patient. And what I mean by being patient, patient is a real tough one. Patient is, is patience with yourself and your investment, right? So you're going to make mistakes. You're going to lose some money, deal with it. It's going to happen. It's happened to me many, many times, particularly when I first started out. But I was patient, I learned, and then now I'm considering myself a decent investor, a decent trader, someone that, that, that's, making, that's made some really, really good moves over the last kind of 10 years and, and I've invested for, for myself and my family's financial future. So yeah, that's the mantra. And, and these are the mistakes that I made when I was younger. You know, I, I've made the same mistakes that everyone makes. I went to the big ticket trades where I thought I was going to retire in 24 hours. I over leveraged myself. You know, <laughs> thing. And no, I didn't. And don't believe, I don't believe anyone has told you because if anyone made 2,000% last week, do you think they're going to take their time to get on Instagram and, and, and show you a picture of them draped over a Lamborghini, right? That's, that's not what those guys are doing. They're the guys that are tra- trying to scam you. So, you know, be careful who you listen to and you know, do your own research and, and learn, save, learn, invest, and be patient.
0: Perfect. I mean, I couldn't say more. I would say like w- one mistake I made myself at the very beginning is that lack of patience. I remember buying Safari at uh, five shillings and watch it go down to uh, 2.5 and then I sold at 2.5. So I made a 50% loss. And then now you know where it is with all the dividends. and I could have been uh, I could have retired by now, but apparently not. So I think those are the kind of lessons. As you say, like, it's save, learn, and all this, like, be patient with yourself. Uh, definitely saving is very key. Uh, I think every sort of income that comes in, if, no matter how little it is, you need to set aside and just say, like, 10% is dedicated towards saving uh, because there is no way you're going to build a portfolio without a bit of savings. Uh, and, of course, learn, uh, try out, invest stuff, and, of course, like, try out, make mistakes. Uh, in the process, you learn and grow, and then, you, of course, you... Becoming a better investor to go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's yeah. very important to say. Everyone, anyone that's in the mm. space,
1: only the liars would, would say that they don't have that same experience. Buying at five, 5 panicking center at yeah. 2.5, and then it just flew up and they got it all wrong. They bought a high, they sold it. Yep. Everyone's got that story. The difference is who's in stuck with it? Who learned from that and said, oh, yeah. actually, I should have had a bit more patience with that. That's who learned?
0: Definitely, uh, especially so as I look at my investing career, I see like the more I've been investing and trading with time, the more patient I am with myself. Like now I'm like, okay, it's gone down 10%, I'll just leave it there. I'm, I have a conviction in that trade and I'll keep yeah. it as it is. I think that's important okay. as we exactly. go you, yeah. Because you've
1: Mark. seen, you've seen so much, right? That's a lot of mm-hmm. experience, patient. Like when this has happened with the market with Russia, last year on the S&P 500, another mistake that people make is that everyone said, I'm not going to get involved in these markets in the US economy because they were all time high, the S&P 500 had 70, seven, zero all time highs last year. So everyone that was staying at the market were wrong 70 times over the course of just one year that the market pushed on to level. Now then people might've got invested later on last year. And then what's happened now is the market's come off 10% as a correction, 15% in some places. And people have gone, oh no, this market isn't for me. Oh my God. And and, and they pulled the money out. Right? You know, Warren Buffett, you quoted him earlier, he said, the stock market is, is a device for transferring money from the inpatient to the patient. And what does that mean? That just means the people that stick with things and the people that stick with it long term, they're the ones that make the money. They're the ones that make the wealth. The people that are just in it for the short term, panicking, selling, like you did when you first started, they're transferring their
0: money to the patient, the people that, that can stick with Yes, you could not say it better. Lots of questions coming in, uh, so I'll just read a few of them to you. So one of them, is there any efforts to ramp up trust by local investors? I think maybe what the, the listener is asking, there have been a lot of, especially in the past few years, the NSE hasn't done so well. And I think a lot of investors have been banned in, in the process of trying to invest. How are you helping to these investors to regain that trust in the markets?
1: Uh, education. Most of the things that people are concerned about If we've improved financial literacy, those fears go away. So like I said beforehand, when there's trusts, when there's funds, when you're looking for bonds, every portfolio with the right bond, the right trust, fixed income product, I think there's a great place for it in any portfolio. But again, depending on your risk profile, if you educate yourself, I'll never get the return in a trust or a fund like I did buying Tesla four years ago like over a thousand percent return in a company that's changing the world. A company that I'm proud to invest in because it's doing something on a social level and gives me over a thousand percent return. These are the kind of investments that I love to be in. These are the kind of investments that I talk about on Twitter. And that for me is where I get excited and something that I want to do rather than, rather than the pension plan that are all over the world. In fact, if you ask the majority of people with a pension plan what their returners over the course of a year, they won't even be able to tell you. And the majority of people all over the world don't even know where their pensions are. They might've had four or five jobs. Some money might be in one place, another place, it's not even all uh, cumulative into one. That's the mass majority of people. So again, with financial literacy, you start thinking, yes, yeah, yeah fun. Yeah, yeah, you know, the bonds and, and these, and these um, local gilts, government bonds, etc. great, but they're in the portfolio. But if I've got trust in myself, I know that there's better products out there for me. I'm going to go with this for, for a larger return. And these are the things that are going to get me to financial, financial freedom later in life. Now, for, for me, wealth and financial freedom is that when I only get to a point if I didn't like what I was doing, I wouldn't have to do it. I think that's part of the reason why we're all on this call or why we all do the things that we do in investment, right? You are investing for your future because you want the freedom to just do what you want to do. You want to be able to be blessed that you're blessed and take care of your grandparents, and your kids or whatever you need to do. And am I going to get by just working and investing? I personally, I don't think so. I don't think there's any way to financial freedom. Am I going to get there by giving all my money to a pension plan? that's going to get X small amount of percent and keep the majority of my money for themselves and fees or whatever it is. I don't think so. So it's getting control. Take it into your hand. Get the education. That's the key here.
0: Perfect. Uh, A question here. Are there plans to start options trading, especially in indexes?
1: Interesting. Watch this space. We are are looking at this now. We're we're looking at it, it, believe it or not. For us, there's so many things that we're working on. um, So many mega exciting things we're working on. It's about resource allocation. So we're definitely looking at futures and options. And as I said, we already have stock futures on on the NSC. So feel free to come in and and check that out with us for yourself. Options is, is a very... It's a very sophisticated product in the U S binary, for me personally, I would recommend to get to binary options. I don't think it's a product that I would personally invest in. So binary options I'd stay away from and sophisticated options. We need to assess the market and understand the the taste for it. If there is a taste for it, then of course, we will be happy to do so after somebody does a mega exciting project.
0: Another question is, uh, do you run your own positions or clients have direct access to the markets? I just... No, no, no. In Kenya, and this is important, the, the license
1: that we have as a broker is an SDP license. So we back-to-back with our trades elsewhere. We don't run our own positions. What we do is we give our trading platform and our clients come and trade with it. And then we make our money on the transactional value of the trade. So no, we don't
0: run our own positions. We are
1: execution-only brokerage.
0: Perfect. And maybe a listener here would, may have missed. What's the difference between FX PESA and Starling?
1: Those guys, partners of ours, they don't have the license or the technology to be able to offer FX and CFDs on the products that we do, right? They're, they're a local stockbroking so house. They, they offer our products to their underlying
0: client. Perfect answer. Kamau is uh, wondering whether you have any assets under management? No.
1: We're an execution-only broker. O- obviously we have segregated funds and our own funds, of course, from the accounting perspective, but we don't take funds. Kenya and trades on behalf of others, we we we're an execution only broker. We give you the platform, we give you the liquidity, we give you the education, we give you everything you need, but ultimately you're the person that's pressing the button because you're the person that wants to go into that trade. We don't have a fund or, or assets under management for clients. I see
0: one more question here about looking at it you are kind of a local player, let's say, who gives access to people to global markets as FX And uh, So then how do you get the clients or at least the investors to trust you instead of maybe going for other international uh, companies, say, interactive brokers or something like that? So maybe you can say how you position yourself because I, I know one of the key things is you have local knowledge and global expertise. Could you explain that a bit more in terms of how you can gain the trust of the individual yeah, owners? I mean... It- Especially in this great question.
1: As, as I mentioned, we are a global broker, right? I, I was the CEO of C- FCA, a UK company in my career or working in the US. And we've got hundreds of people all over the world that's offering our trading products in free revenue streams into our, our clients, our day to day clients, into institutional clients, into brokerage clients. So we've got many clients all over the world of all different sizes. But What we believe it's in our DNA is that we want to be local. As I mentioned beforehand, it's so important to us that when we go in, there's five things that we have within our mission. And one of those things is we're creating this market and we're market leaders. We're trailblazers. We're creating the market. But another one is we create local jobs. And it's something we're really proud of that we create local jobs for people. And we want to be local. We want people to be able to phone off and and us not be a faceless European company that you've just called. that doesn't care about you understand, you understand the culture. We believe there's so much to that in the relationship between us and, and all of the people, our clients, you know, our family that we call them here. We make sure that we, we have that local knowledge and, and I truly believe how can you service people, how can you give them really good customer service if you're not kind of one of them. And that's why we do have a lot of offices, we've got five offices in Kenya. We're in Nigeria, in Africa as well. There's other African offices that's opening very soon, Sub-Saharan Africa. we got offices in Colombia, in Florida. We're all over the world. So, yeah, we try our hardest. Lend that global knowledge, global expertise, people that have been in the industry for decades, decades, the, the management team around me. But we want to stay local. And I love it. When it comes to Nairobi, wow, what, what, what an environment it is to work with, you know, 100 fantastic Kenyans that are giving everything to, to make a difference and they come, they give up so much stuff and, and they're some of the most fantastic team members I've ever worked with. So why not? Why would I want to just you know, hire English people, hire European people? You know, I get the best out of Kenyans that they, they, they give everything to me and i give it and I try to give everything to them. So it makes
0: sense for us to be local. Another question is about NSC derivatives trading. You're a member there. So you're among some of the members so how's the traction been and uh, what are the opportunities especially if you can explain also to the investors out there what what's that derivative market is all about
1: yeah Yeah. so you can come to us and trade contracts on safari Equity Bank, etc leverage contracts and futures right so this gives you the opportunity to buy contracts and leverage position if you think that safari is going to be 50 or 25, you can take a position on that now in the local market. And in terms of, and also the index as well. So we've got a, a larger contract and a mini contract as well. So you can come in and take a position on where you think the, the NSC 25 is going to go. So we were the first people to do that in Spain. In, in terms of pickup, it's, it's quite interesting because I would say we're, we're offering it so that everyone that comes to us, like, there is no need to go anywhere else. We're offering you everything that you need. But I fully understand that a lot of people hold their positions long term. With, like I said earlier, banks you are more, more likely to get divorced than change fake in the UK. They are holding their positions. Some of them in NSE stocks with old stock broken out. It really did hit. Me. The data that came out recently that is, I think, what is it, one point one, one point three million accounts with the NSE, of which only sixty thousand of them or so is active. That really hit me. That the market are really searching for global opportunities now our, our clients are no different they are much they're trading gold in volumes of multiples more than they're trading in local stock now that may change who knows a lot of people are worried about the election in august will that give an opportunity or not this is the point right you've got the choice things are always happening that brings opportunities to people when, when they're investing when they're trading so that's why we want to give make sure the doors wide open to all of these asset classes but for certain now people much prefer to trade FX and gold than than they do currently in NSC stocks.
0: Yes, we've exhausted various questions. The questions have been on point, but perhaps a question, an extra question I had for myself is, if you look at investing and trading, a lot of times it's mostly biased towards men doing investing. And I know Like you're very keen also on bridging that gap in terms of you know, attracting more women towards in doing investing and being in, in investment management positions and all. So perhaps you can speak to that and your initiatives around
1: yeah, that. Yes, a great question. And again, this is something that's really, really important to us at FHBESA. So uh, we, w- one of the other cornerstones of our mission is that we are pride ourselves that we have a 50-50 male-female split both in, in staff and in executive capacity. Always want to walk into a room in, in, in every meeting I go into and I want to see diversity in any room that I walk into and it makes us stronger because of it. I want to have people with different races. I want to have p- different sectors. I want to walk into that room and understand the different perspectives that they bring. And we pride ourselves, actually, exactly, and, and I ask this to HR every time I, I come to, to Kenya, it is exactly 50-50 female and male split at uh, EGM FX PESA. And by the way, I, would, I also hasten to add that, that some of the females we have working for us are the top performers as well. So so it's, they're definitely not they're not shy to come in and, and, and hit it with the men and, and they're, they're fantastic at what they do. Now what we're doing is we're concentrating on female traders, people females that are coming into investing for the first time. When when we first came into Kenya in the first year, approximately nine percent of our clients were female. That's now gone up to twenty, I think twenty five percent. Yeah, so it's gone from nine percent to twenty five percent now. So, that shows a massive increase in the amount of females that are coming into the space, uh, which is, again, is fantastic to see. We know that that's going to keep going up and up and up. And why wouldn't it? You know, they're, they're, you know females, males, everyone, we're all seeking the same thing we're seeking freedom, we're seeking security for our family. So, of course, that's going to go up. Female adoption is going to go up. And what we're also doing is a beta department, an equity group. We've been looking at Kenyan tra- female traders towards male traders, and they're actually consistent higher profit than males on average as well, particularly in the 25 to 35 year old demographic. So it's all good things, right? We're here, it's females in the workplace in finance that we've made that happen, that that's happening. And with that, we're getting more and more people that come in space as well. And, and it's all good things and it's
0: a positive to see in the trends. A gonna... few research pieces are show that uh, women are more uh, calmer in terms of making investment decisions and more rational and hold in investments a bit more long-term. So I think we'd benefit from those kind of uh, traits being more like, and more uh, in our uh, markets.
1: If you have a peek inside the Myers household, my wife is infinitely more patient with me than I've ever been patient with anyone else. Right? so. As we said, that's one, one of the cornerstones of any good investment is patient. And uh, certainly I've got three sisters and my wife and my daughter, and they are a lot more patient than me and my sons. So maybe that's one of the reasons on top of many other reasons. But again, it's a real positive to
0: say they're exceptionally good traders, exceptionally good staff, exceptionally good value to be around. I agree. I don't see many more questions at this point. I'll just ask Bennett to speak a little
2: bit about maybe a call to action. Bennett. Thank you so much. So, as we get to the end of the session, kindly send uh, an SMS with the word global to 40184. And uh, the team here at FX Pesa will uh, take it from that point. So, technically, what you'll be able to see once you text the word global is an opportunity, number one, to be contacted by one of our representatives. Number two, an opportunity to open up a demo account with us. Number three will be to open a live account with us. And number four, as we mentioned prior, we are very big on financial literacy is to log into our workshop, to register for our workshop. So the call to action is send the word global to 40184. Thank you.
0: Perfect. Uh, Brian, now back to you. Two questions. One is maybe if reflect, oh, reflecting on your investing life and perhaps what can you tell people who are starting off in a career in investing? I know you shared a little bit before, but perhaps you can tell us a little bit more. And could you be specific on some of the books that have shaped your investing life and culture that you can maybe share to young people who are starting off? And then after Brian, Bernard has to tell me a little bit, because there is a story he told me about uh, the hiring process at FXPESA. I know there are very many people in the audience who'd want to work at FXPESA. And I know you have a very different view in terms of how you do the hiring process. So I wanted to hear Brian talk about it after you, Brian. Okay. So Brian, how over to you. Yeah. So the question was twofold, right?
1: You understand what literature um, I've enjoyed and also What it's like working in the industry. So, on the literacy, on the literature part, there are a couple of books that was a real game changer. I I I can't read enough about Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett, the 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 mentality that he takes all training is very very similar to me. In fact, I've I've taken my mentality from Warren Buffett. A lot of the world's changing in that the young now want instant gratification, right? They want a date they want to swipe right they want food they want it in in 20 minutes if they want an amazon whatever some delivery they're getting it the same day and unfortunately it's becoming the same they expect these massive returns instantaneously and maybe that's happened for the last couple of years but a lot of people at the minute are realizing okay it's a little bit harder than i thought and warren busby is the guy that we discussed tonight talks about patience talks about being in it for the long term Talks about having passion for it. He's been trading since 10 years old and the man just loves it. He loves investing. He loves changing lives for his investors that invest with him, et cetera. So I've got nothing but respect for the man. A a couple of the books that that I read are the usual ones. You look at Rich Dad, Poor Dad, whilst I disagree with a lot of the the guys' current thoughts, that is a very very good book. But the big one for me was Unshakable by Tony Robbins. The reason why is because he went and I've mentioned before, be very, very careful of the people that you respect and you follow. For me, I'm looking for a track record. Right, I'm looking for someone that's been there, done it, has made their money, has created wealth, has led big companies. If they haven't actually done it themselves, why the hell would I listen to these guys give me advice? Right. So Tony Robbins, what he does in this book Unshakable is he he goes and he spoke to Warren Buffett, big hedge fund managers. Ray Dalio, all of these guys, and they've all got different perspectives, but you can see the central thread that works for it. And you can also, he, he uses real data to show you what, what happens in bear markets and how quickly the markets come back and how to diversify and, and you know, snapshots of portfolios of these guys. Warren Buffett's worth $100 billion. Of course, you know, Warren Buffett is worth $100 billion and consistently profitable. And he tells the market, he has to tell the market what he's buying at all points. For me, I bought a substantial amount of Apple shares. And when his funds, it wasn't him, but it was a couple of guys in Berkshire, started to buy Apple, it made so much sense for me. So you get the benefit of easily being able to follow the trade only the people that you respect. To keep saying, I wanna learn for myself. And I do learn for myself. But if you're gonna learn from people and be able to follow recommendations, do it for people that are worth hundred billion dollars. Do it for people that are consistently profitable. It makes sense. Not, not someone that's, that's trying to sell you something or, or someone that's talking about an NFT that you have absolutely no idea what they're talking about, but they tell you that it's going to go to the moon in 24 hours. So yeah, that's the, list. working in the space. I only really do it if you're very, very passionate about it. I, I would say that I'm very passionate about the job that I do. I love the job that I do. I get to meet so many people. I get to have really great conversation. I've always loved the job that I do. And I'm very, very fortunate that's the case. So if you love it, go for it. Realize that it's a process. Realize that that there is a big world and there's a lot of opportunity there. I think the notion of coming in somewhere and working hard, working smart, of course, but working hard is still very much there. I think a lot of people are, are are not understanding the fact that if you really want to get on in life, if you really want to go up and progress in your career, then of course it makes sense to work hard. Of course it makes sense to outperform other people. Of course, it makes sense to, to put yourself on the map and, and, and show what you're capable of. I think if, if you've got passion and you can do that, you can go a long way in finance. And what I love about finance is it's very quantitative. Like, of course it is. You can't hide from it. As a company, are you doing well? Are you educating people? Do they, do they like your product? Thousands and thousands of Kenyans, are they coming to FXFESA? Yes, they are. Okay, we're doing something right. How do we do better? What else can we give to, to- it's very quantitative. And I love that about finance, which is different to a, a lot of profession. So yeah, so, so if you're motivated by that, you're passionate, and if you work hard, finance
0: might be a career for you. Bernard, tell me about the hiring process, at least for someone who's interested in working with at FXPESA.
2: Okay. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, so here at FX FXPESA, we have an impartial hiring process. By this, we give equal chances. And for you to be able to connect with us, you can send an email to recruitment at egmsecurities.com or even you'd be able to see our posts that we do uh, periodically on our pages. Uh, that's fXpress and also on our EGM pages. It's a very impartial process.
0: In the sense of like people from non-finance backgrounds can come and work with you, right? Because I... You told me a story about it yesterday, which you can think you can tell people a little bit. I think it's inspiring in the sense of like you're hiring not just strictly finance people, but people who also have an interest in markets, but they also uh, just self-driven enough
2: to want to learn. Okay, a very, very wonderful point. So currently we have different departments from onboarding, from customer service, from our sales to also finance. So technically to be up, part or a team member in this great, great environment. It's all about your desire to actually want to change investments in Kenya. I'll give an example with myself. So for me, it's all about what really drives me from the time I wake up. So from the minute I wake up, the reason I get out of bed is because I want or uh, aim to achieve or see a change in the investment space and finance space in Kenya. So it's all about the interest that you show and for FX PESA, you ha- you'll have that opportunity once you see our posts so that you will very periodically.
0: And the demo accounts, what have you seen in terms of people are, uh, signing up for it? How does it look like that? Maybe you can give a, a, few, a few details for people who are interested in signing up.
2: The demo Okay, it's very important when you're starting your journey, especially your trading journey, that you invest in products you understand. So uh, by this, we give you an environment where you're able to conduct your trades or your initial trades in a safe space where we give you um, uh, a $10,000 uh, amount. And you can be able to uh, get into trades, execute trades. So that once you're coming into your real account, you're able to actually execute your orders in a manner that you understand. So we do not want uh, you as green as possible getting into the live atmosphere. So we will first get you on a demo account. You'll get to see the different assets that we have, the different asset classes, and you can see what really works for you. An example what works for me is assets such as uh, U.S. stocks. So I will tend to get on uh, my platform at around 4.30 when the U.S. market is open. So you're able to have this environment in this demo account. Again, you can send the word global to 40184 and get to sign up for a demo account. If you have knowledge about this market, get yourself a, a live account. However, the demo account will give you the right feel of how to execute and how the market really is.
0: Great. At this point now, I'll give you the chance to give
2: closing thoughts, maybe I start with Bernard and then Brian can
0: conclude for us. Uh, Bernard.
2: Okay. Uh, Thank you. So from my end, uh, I just want to say something my grandfather always told me that if you think uh, knowledge is expensive, try ignorance. So I believe we've had a very uh, detailed dis- discussion about this particular market. And uh, this is the time, especially as we head into into the electioneering period where you'd want to hedge your positions or to also diversify mm-hmm. uh, your investment. So from my end, knowledge yes. is the way to go. And thank you for giving us this plan.
0: Brand now uh, you can conclude for us and give us your closing thoughts.
1: Well, yeah, guys. Thank you. Thanks for giving up your time and listening. Thank you. If you're a client of ours, thank you so much. I hope we're, um, I hope we're doing you proud. Well, I'll say, I would say, I think everyone understands that we're in a moment of time, very, very special. We-, we all are, particularly all of us that are working on this in Kenya. We're making a real change. There's a real difference. People are active. They're interested. They're seeking out education. There's choice of people to have a lot more around what they investing needs. So we're at a point in time that's exceptionally exciting. Stick with it. Stick with it. Don't give up. Don't give up. The only way you're not going to get there is if you give up. So stick with it. I hope you follow me on Twitter. I'll continue to, to keep on banging the drum because I'm so passionate about this. Thank you so much to any my team that's on this call. I see you. I, I, I appreciate you. I always appreciate you. So yeah, thank you guys. Thank you.
0: All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today, again, for another Twitter Spaces. Uh, I hope you've learned a lot. Uh, do follow FX Spencer. Brian is very active on Twitter also. Uh, do follow them. If you have any questions, you can always ask. We'll always forward to them. And again, just start investing. Uh, start with a demo account. It's really easy. Then you can also ease your way into investing. But don't start tomorrow. Start today in terms of saving and learning and investing and start your journey today and perhaps learn more learn more as you continue trading. Thank you so much
2: FxPesa for partnering with us on this. We hope this is the beginning of more partnerships. All right. Thank you so much.